are more concerned with exploiting the resources of their followers than mitigating their miseries, but Sri Advaita Prabhu, as an ideal Akariya, was concerned with improving the condition of the world situation. Text 99. Apani Shri Krishna Yati Kirina Vedra Apain Akari Bhakti Kirina Prakara. Translation. If Sri Krishna were to appear as an incarnation, he himself could preach devotion by his personal example. Text 100. Nama Vinu Kali Kale Dharman Madhi Era Kali Kale Keshave Krishna Vedra. Translation. In this age of Kali there is no religion other than the chanting of the holy name of the Lord, but how in this age will the Lord appear as an incarnation? Text 101. Translation. I shall worship Krishna in a purified state of mind. I shall constantly petition him in humbleness. Text 102. Aniya Krishnir Karan Kirtana Sankara Tibsa Backquote Advaita Namasafala Amara. Translation. My name, Backquote Advaita, will be fitting, if I am able to induce Krishna to inaugurate the movement of the chanting of the holy name. Purport. The nonchalist Bayavati philosopher who falsely believes that he is non-different from the Lord is unable to call him like Advaita Prabhu. Advaita Prabhu is non-different from the Lord, yet in his relationship with the Lord he does not merge in him but eternally renders service unto him as a plenary portion. This is inconceivable for Mayavadis, because they think in terms of mundane sense perception and therefore think that nonchalism necessitates losing one's separate identity. It is clear from this verse, however, that Advaita Prabhu, although retaining his separate identity, is non-different from the Lord. Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu preached the philosophy of inconceivable, simultaneous oneness with the Lord and difference from him. Conceivable dualism and monism are conceptions of the imperfect senses, which are unable to reach the transcendence, because the transcendence is beyond the conception of limited potency. The actions of Sri Advaita Prabhu, however, give tangible proof of inconceivable nonchalism. One who therefore surrenders unto Sri Advaita Prabhu can easily follow the philosophy of inconceivable simultaneous dualism and monism. Text 103. Translation. While he was thinking about how to propitiate Krishna by worship, the following verse came to his mind. Text 104. Tulasi Dalamatrina Jalasaya Kulakina Vavikri Nights Vamatmanam Translation. Shri Krishna, who is very affectionate toward his devotees, sells himself to a devotee who offers merely a tulasi leaf and a pondful of water. Purport. This is a verse from the Gata Naya Tantra. Text 105106. Translation. Advaita Akari considered the meaning of the verse in this way, not finding any way to repay the debt he owes to one who offers him a tulasi leaf and water. Lord Krishna thinks, there is no wealth in my possession that is equal to a tulasi leaf and water. Text 107. Translation. Thus the Lord liquidates the debt by offering his own self to the devotee. Considering this, the Akariya began worshipping the Lord. Purport. Through devotional service one can easily please Lord Krishna with a leaf of the Tulasi plant and a little water. As the Lord says in Bhagavad Gita, 9.26, a leaf, a flower, a fruit or some water, patrum pustum phelantoyam, when offered with devotion, very much pleases him. He universally accepts the services of his devotees. Even the poorest of devotees in any part of the world can secure a small flower, fruit or leaf and a little water, and if these offerings, and especially tulasi leaves and bangs water, are offered to Krishna with devotion, he is very satisfied. It is said that Krishna is so pleased by such devotional service that he offers himself to his devotee in exchange for it. Srila Advaita Akariya knew this fact, and therefore he decided to call for the personality of Godhead Krishna to descend by worshipping the Lord with Tulasi leaves and the water of the Gangs. Text 108. Gangajala, Tulasi Manjari Anaksana Krishna Pada Padma Bhavi Kersamarpana. Translation. Thinking of the lotus feet of Sri Krishna, he constantly offered Tulasi buds in water from the Gangs. Text 109. 
Krishnara Avana Kirkiriya Hankara Emates Krishnirkirila Avedra. Translation. He appealed to Sri Krishna with loud calls and thus made it possible for Krishna to appear. Text 110. Translation. Therefore the principal reason for Sri Ketanaya's descent is this appeal by Advaita Apariya. The Lord, the protector of religion, appears by the desire of his devotee. Text 111. Vambhakti Yoga Paribhavita HRT Saraja Asru Texata Patho Nadu Matha Pumsam Yadhyadhyata Yurugaya Nobhavayanti Tatabhavta Pranayas Sabhanagrahaya. Translation. O my Lord, you always dwell in the vision and hearing of your pure devotees. You also live in their lotus-like hearts, which are purified by devotional service. O my Lord, who are glorified by exalted prayers, you show special favor to your devotees by manifesting yourself in the eternal forms in which they welcome you. PURPORT This text from Srimad Bhagavatam, 3.9.11 is a prayer by Lord Brahma to the Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna for his blessings in the work of creation. Knowledge of the Supreme Personality of Godhead can be understood from the descriptions of the Vedic scriptures. For example, the Brahma Samhita describes that in the abode of Lord Krishna, which is made of Sintamani, Touchstone, the Lord, acting as a coward boy, is served by hundreds and thousands of goddesses of fortune. May Avidus think that the devotees have imagined the form of Krishna, but the authentic Vedic scriptures have actually described Krishna and his various transcendental forms. The word Sruta in Srutaksatapatha refers to the Vedas, and Iksata indicates that the way to understand the Supreme Personality of Godhead is by proper study of the Vedic scriptures. One cannot imagine something about God or his form. Such imagination is not accepted by those who are serious about enlightenment. Here Brahma says that one can know Krishna through the path of properly understanding the Vedic texts. If by studying the form, name, qualities, pastimes and paraphernalia of the Supreme Godhead one is attracted to the Lord, he can execute devotional service, and the form of the Lord will be impressed in his heart and remain transcendentally situated there. Unless a devotee actually develops transcendental love for the Lord, it is not possible for him to think always of the Lord within his heart. Such constant thought of the Lord is the sublime perfection of the yogic process, as Bhagavad Gita confirms in the sixth chapter, stating that anyone absorbed in such thought is the best of all yogis. Such transcendental absorption is known as samadhi. A pure devotee who is always thinking of the Supreme Personality of Godhead is the person qualified to see the Lord. One cannot speak of Yurugaya, the Lord, who is glorified by sublime prayers, unless one is transcendentally elevated. The Lord has innumerable forms, as the Brahma Samhita Ko and the RMS Advaita Masayudam Anadam Anadarupam. T-H-E-L-O-R-D expands himself in innumerable Svamsa forms. When a devotee, hearing about these innumerable forms, becomes attached to one and always thinks of him, the Lord appears to him in that form. Lord Krishna is especially pleasing to devotees for whom he is always present in the heart because of their highly elevated transcendental love. Text 112. Translation. The essence of the meaning to this verse is that Lord Krishna appears in all his innumerable eternal forms because of the desires of his pure devotees. Text 113. Translation. Thus I have surely determined the meaning of the fourth verse. Lord Garanga left square bracket Lord Ketanai right square bracket appeared, as an incarnation to preach in a loyal love of God. Text 114. Shri Rupa Raghunatha Translation. Praying at the lotus feet of Shri Rupa and Shri Raghunatha, always desiring their mercy, I, Krishnadasa, narrate Shri Ketanai Karatamrata, following in their footsteps. Thus end the Bhaktivedanta purports to the Sri Ketanaya Karatamrata, describing the causes for the descent of Lord Ketanaya Mahaprabhu. Chapter 4. In this chapter of the epic Ketanaya Karatamrata, Krishnadasakavirija Gosvami has stressed that Lord Ketanaya appeared for three principal purposes of his own. The first purpose was to relish the position of Srimati Renharani, who is the prime reciprocator of transcendental love of Sri Krishna. Lord Krishna is the reservoir of transcendental loving transactions with Srimati Ranharani. 
the subject of those loving transactions is the Lord himself, and Redharani is the object. Thus the subject, the Lord, wanted to relish the loving mellow in the position of the object, Redharani. The second reason for his appearance was to understand the transcendental mellow of himself. Lord Krishna is all sweetness. Redharani's attraction for Krishna is sublime, and to experience that attraction and understand the transcendental sweetness of himself, he accepted the mentality of Redharani. The third reason that Lord Ketanaya appeared was to enjoy the bliss tasted by Redharani. The Lord thought that undoubtedly Redharani enjoyed his company and he enjoyed the company of Redharani, but the exchange of transcendental mellow between the spiritual couple was more pleasing to Srimati Redharani than to Sri Krishna. Redharani felt more transcendental pleasure in the company of Krishna than he could understand without taking her position, but for Sri Krishna to enjoy in the position of Srimati Redharani was impossible, because that position was completely foreign to him. Krishna is the transcendental male, and Redharani is the transcendental female. Therefore, to know the transcendental pleasure of loving Krishna, Lord Krishna himself appeared, as Lord Ketanaya, accepting the emotions and bodily luster of Srimati Redharani. Lord Ketanaya appeared to fulfill these confidential desires and also to preach the special significance of chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare slash Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, and to answer the call of Advaita Prabhu. These were secondary reasons. Sri Svirupa Damodara Gosvami was the principal figure among Lord Ketanaya's confidential devotees. The records of his diary have revealed these confidential purposes of the Lord. These revelations have been confirmed by the statements of Srila Rupa Gosvami in his various prayers and poems. This chapter also specifically describes the difference between lust and love. The transactions of Krishna and Radha are completely different from material lust. Therefore the author has very clearly distinguished between them. Text 1. Shri Ketanaya Prasadina Tadrupasaya Vimurnayam Balopai Kurutsastram Distvavrajavalasina. Translation. By the mercy of Lord Ketanaya Mahaprabhu, even a foolish child can fully describe the real nature of Lord Krishna, the enjoyer of the pastimes of Vraja, according to the vision of the revealed scriptures. Purport. One can ascertain the meaning of this Sanskrit sloka only when one is endowed with the causeless mercy of Lord Ketanaya. Lord Sri Krishna, being the absolute personality of Godhead, cannot be exposed to the mundane instruments of vision. He reserves the right not to be exposed by the intellectual feats of non-devotees. Notwithstanding this truth, even a small child can easily understand Lord Sri Krishna and his transcendental pastimes in the land of Vrindavana by the grace of Lord Ketanaya Mahaprabhu. Text 2. Jaya Jaya Sri Ketanaya Jaya Matayananda Jaya Veda Kandra Jaya Gora Bhakta Vrindavana. Translation. All glory to Lord Ketanaya Mahaprabhu. All glory to Lord Matayananda. All glory to Sri Advaita Akariya. And all glory to all the devotees of Lord Ketanaya. Text 3. Katurtha Slakarai Artha Kala Vivarana Pankama Slakarai Artha Suna Bhaktagana. Translation. I have described the meaning of the fourth verse. Now, O devotees, kindly hear the explanation of the fifth verse. Text 4. Mula Slakarai Artha Karite Prakasa Artha Hasa. Translation. Just to explain the original verse, I shall first suggest its meaning. Text 5. Katurtha Slakarai Artha Ekala Sarah Pramanama Prakarite Ayavedra. Translation. I have given the essential meaning of the fourth verse, this incarnation descends to propagate the chanting of the holy name and spread love of God. Text 6. Sataya Ehidu, Kintu Eho Bahiranga Era Ekahidu, Suna, Ekantaranga. Translation. Although this is true, this is but the external reason for the Lord's incarnation. Please hear one other reason, the confidential reason, for the Lord's appearance. PURPORT In the third chapter, fourth verse, it has been clearly said that Lord Ketanaya appeared to distribute love of Krishna and the chanting of his transcendental holy name, Hare Krishna. That was the secondary purpose of Lord Ketanaya's appearance. The real reason is different, as we shall see in this chapter. Text 7. Purvhina Prathivira Bera Haribur Krishnana Vaterna Street Prakar. Translation. The scriptures proclaim that Lord Krishna previously descended to take away the burden of the earth. Text 8. 
Smeam Bhagavana Rakarmane Harahiranasthiti Kardavisnukarina Jagat Palana. Translation. To take away this burden, however, is not the work of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The Maintainer, Lord Visnu, is the one who protects the universe. Text 9. Kintu Krishnara Yanihaya Ovedara Kalahbara Hirana Kalatate Hila Translation. But the time to lift the burden of the world mixed with the time for Lord Krishna's incarnation. Purport. We have information from Bhagavad Gita that the Lord appears at particular intervals to adjust a time-worn spiritual culture. Lord Sri Krishna appeared at the end of Dvapara Yuga to regenerate the spiritual culture of human society and also to manifest his transcendental pastimes. Visnu is the authorized Lord who maintains the created cosmos, and he is also the principal deity who makes adjustments for improper administration in the cosmic creation. Shri Krishna is the primeval Lord, and he appears not to make such administrative adjustments but only to exhibit his transcendental pastimes and thus attract the fallen souls back home, back to Godhead. However, the time for administrative rectification and the time for Lord Shri Krishna's appearance coincided at the end of the last Dvapara Yuga. Therefore, when Shri Krishna appeared, Visnu, the Lord of Maintenance, also merged in him, because all the plenary portions and parts of the Absolute Personality of Godhead merge in him during his appearance. Text 10. Purna Bhagavan Avatar Yani Kale Arasabha Avedaratant Asimile. Translation. When the complete Supreme Personality of Godhead descends, all other incarnations of the Lord meet together within him. Text 11 to 12. Narayana, Kataravimha, Matsyadiya Vedra Yugaman Vedra Vedra, Yadakara. Sabasi Krishnadanjaya Avaturna Ashavatur Krishnadbhagavanpurna. Translation. Lord Narayana, the four primary expansions left square bracket Vasudeva, Sankarsana, Pradyamna and Anuradha right square bracket, Matsya and the other Lila incarnations, the Yuga of Vedras and the Manvantara incarnations, and as many other incarnations, as there are, all descend in the body of Lord Krishna. In this way the complete Supreme Godhead, Lord Krishna himself, appears. Text 13. Ativa Visnu Takhana Krishnara Sarayar. Visnu Dvarkar Krishna Dashura Samhar. Translation. At that time, therefore, Lord Visnu is present in the body of Lord Krishna, and Lord Krishna kills the demons through him. Text 14. Anasanga Karma Eyashura Marana Yilaji Avedra, Kahli Samulakirana. Translation. Thus the killing of the demons is but secondary work. I shall now speak of the main reason for the Lord's incarnation. Text 15 to 16. Pramarazan Raisa Karite Asvadana Raga Margabakti Lok Karite Prakarana. Rasika Sekhira Krishna Paramakiruna Eduhidu Hatitaikarajama. Translation. The Lord's desire to appear was born from two reasons. He wanted to taste the sweet essence of the mellows of love of God, and he wanted to propagate devotional service in the world on the platform of spontaneous attraction. Thus he is known as supremely jubilant and as the most merciful of all. Purport. During the period of Lord Krishna's appearance the killing of Asuras or non-believers such as Kamsa and Jarasandha was done by Visnu, who was within the person of Sri Krishna. Such apparent killing by Lord Sri Krishna was a matter of course as an incidental activity, but the real purpose of Lord Krishna's appearance was to stage a dramatic performance of his transcendental pastimes at Vrajabhumi, thus exhibiting the highest limit of transcendental mellow in the exchanges of reciprocal love between the living entity and the Supreme Lord. These reciprocal exchanges of mellows are called Ragabhakti, or devotional service to the Lord in transcendental rapture. Lord Shri Krishna wants to make known to all the conditioned souls that he is more attracted by Ragabhakti than Vinhi Bhakti, or devotional service universe scheduled regulations. It is said in the Vedas, Rasa the absolute truth is the reservoir for all kinds of reciprocal exchanges of loving sentiments. He is Azo causelessly merciful, and he wants to bestow upon us this privilege of Raga point Bhakti. Thus he appeared, as his own internal energy. He was not forced to appear by any extraneous force. Text 17. Asverajmanit Sabajagat Misrudaisverisifila Premadhi Mora Prida. Translation. All the universe is filled with the conception of my majesty, but love weakened by that sense of majesty does not satisfy me. Text 18. Emrisvarahmane, Apanakinatera Premdaza Aminadhyadhyana. Translation. 
if one regards me as the Supreme Lord and himself as a subordinate, I do not become subservient to his love, nor can it control me. Text 19. Translation. In whatever transcendental mellow my devotee worships me, I reciprocate with him. That is my natural behavior. Purport. The Lord, by his inherent nature, reveals himself before his devotees according to their inherent devotional service. The Vrindavana pastimes demonstrated that, although generally people worship God with reverence, the Lord is more pleased, when a devotee thinks of him, as his pet son, personal friend or most dear fink. The Lord becomes a subordinate object of love in such transcendental relationships. Such pure love of Godhead is unadulterated by any tinge of superfluous non-devotional desires and is not mixed with any sort of fruitive action or empiric philosophical speculation. It is pure and natural love of Godhead, spontaneously aroused in the absolute stage. This devotional service is executed in a favorable atmosphere freed from material affection. Text 20. Ye yath a man perpadian tetams to fave me atom one of maneuvertant. Manusaya Parthasarvasa. Translation. Backquote In whatever way my devotees surrender unto me, I reward him accordingly. Everyone follows my path in all respects, O son of Prophet. Purport. In the fourth chapter of Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna affirms that formerly, some philosophy of the Jiva to the Sun God. The message was received through the chain of disciplic succession, but in course of time, the chain being broken somehow or other, Lord Sri Krishna appeared again and taught Arjuna the truths of Bhagavad Gita. At that time the Lord spoke this verse BG 4.11 to his friend Arjuna. Text 21-22 Mora Patra, Mora Sakha, Mora Pranapati Ayubhavyani Mora Persadha Bhakti. Apanek Bhattamain, Amrsama Hinasayubhavhaayami Translation. If one cherishes pure loving devotion to me, thinking of me as his son, his friend or his beloved, regarding himself as great and considering me his equal or inferior, I become subordinate to him. PURPORT In Ketanaya Karatamrata three kinds of devotional service are described, namely, Bhakti, ordinary devotional service, Sata Bhakti, pure devotional service, and Vinta Bhakti, mixed devotional service. When devotional service is executed with some material purpose, involving fruitive activities, mental speculations or mystic yoga, it is called mixed or adulterated devotional service. Bazad S. Bhakti Yoga, Bhagavad Gita also describes Karma Yoga, Jnana Yoga and Dhyana Yoga. Yoga means linking with the Supreme Lord, which is possible only through devotion. Fruitive activities ending in devotional service, philosophical speculation ending in devotional service, and the practice of mysticism ending in devotional service are known respectively as karma yoga, jnana yoga and dhyana yoga. But such devotional service is adulterated by the three kinds of material activities. For those grossly engaged in identifying the body as the self, pious activity, or karma yoga, is recommended. For those who identify the mind with the self, Philosophical speculation, or jnana yoga, is recommended. But devotees standing on the spiritual platform have no need of such material conceptions of adulterated devotion. Adulterated devotional service does not directly aim for love of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Therefore service performed strictly in conformity with the revealed scriptures is better than such vinta. Bhakti, because it is free from all kinds of material contamination. It is executed in Krishna consciousness, solely to please the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Those who are spontaneously devoted to the Lord and have no aims for material gain are called attracted devotees. They are spontaneously attracted to the service of the Lord, and they follow in the footsteps of self-realized souls. Their pure devotion, Sadhabhakti, manifested from pure love of Godhead, surpasses the regulative principles of the authoritative scriptures. Sometimes loving ecstasy transcends regulative principles, such ecstasy, however, is completely on the spiritual platform and cannot be imitated. The regulative principles help ordinary devotees rise to the stage of perfect love of Godhead. Pure love, for Krishna is the perfection of pure devotion, and pure devotional service is identical with spontaneous devotional service. Flawless execution of regulative principles is exhibited in the Vaikuntha planets. 
by strictly executing these principles one can be elevated to the Vaikuntha planets. But spontaneous pure loving service is found in Krishna Loka alone. Text 23. Translation. Backquote devotional service rendered to me by the living beings revives their eternal life. O oh my dear damsels of Raja, your affection for me is your good fortune, for it is the only means by which you have obtained my favor. Purport. Pure devotional service is represented in the activities of the residents of Vrajabhuli, Vrindavana. During a solar eclipse, the Lord came from Dvaraka and met the inhabitants of Vrindavana at Samantapankaka. The meeting was intensely painful for the damsels of Vrajabhuli, because Lord Krishna apparently left them to reside at Dvaraka. But the Lord obligingly acknowledged the pure devotional service of the damsels of Vraja by speaking this verse SB 10.82.45. Text 24. Madamor Patra gave Karina Vandhana a tihanaj name Kalalana Palana. Translation. Mother sometimes binds me as her son. She nourishes and protects me, thinking me utterly helpless. Text 25. Sakha Sadha Sakhai Kare, Skandhara Hana to me Kanbata Loka, to me Ami Sama. Translation. My friends climb on my shoulders in pure friendship, saying, backquote, What kind of big man are you? You and I are equal. Text 26. Priya Yadi Monakari Kare Dartsana Vigastuti Hait Kare Sadi Morahmana. Translation. If my beloved consort reproaches me in a sulky mood, that steals my mind from the reverent hymns of the Vedas. Purport. According to the Upanishads, all living entities are dependent on the Supreme Living Entity, the Personality of Godhead. As it is said, Nityo Nityanam Sedatas Satananam Epo Bahunam Yodhidatvati Common, one eternal living entity supports all the other eternal living entities. Because the Supreme Personality of Godhead maintains all the other living entities, they remain subordinate to the Lord, even when joined with Him in the reciprocation of loving affairs. But in the course of exchanging transcendental love of the highest purity, sometimes the subordinate devotee tries to predominate over the predominator. One who lovingly engages with the Supreme Lord, as if his mother or father sometimes supersedes the position of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Similarly, his vimk. But such attempts are exhibitions of the highest love. Only out of pure love does the subordinate lover of the Supreme Personality of Godhead chide him. The Lord, enjoying this chiding, takes it very nicely. The exhibition of natural love makes such activities very enjoyable. In worship of the Supreme Lord with veneration there is no manifestation of such natural love, because the devotee considers the Lord his superior. Regulative principles in devotional service are meant for those who have not invoked their natural love of Godhead. When natural love arises, all regulative methods are surpassed, and pure love is exhibited between the Lord and the devotee. Although on such a platform of love the devotee sometimes appears to predominate over the Lord or transgress regulative principles, such dealings are far more advanced than ordinary dealings through regulative principles with awe and veneration. A devotee who is actually free from all designations due to complete attachment in love for the Supreme exhibits spontaneous love for Godhead, which is always superior to the devotion of regulative principles. The informal language used between lover and beloved is significant of pure affection. When devotees worship their beloved as the most venerable object, spontaneous loving sentiments are observed to be lacking. A neophyte devotee who follows the Vedic instructions that regulate those who lack pure love of Godhead may superficially seem more exalted than a devotee in spontaneous love of Godhead. But in fact such spontaneous pure love is far superior to regulated devotional service. Such pure love of Godhead is always glorious in all respects, more so than reverential devotional service rendered by a less affectionate devotee. Text 27-28 Translation. Taking these pure devotees with me, I shall descend and sport in various wonderful ways, unknown even in Vaikuntha. I shall broadcast such pastimes by which even I am amazed. Purport. Lord Krishna in the form of Lord Ketanaya educates his devotees to develop progressively to the stage of pure devotional service. 
Thus he appears periodically, as a devotee to take part in various wonderful activities depicted in his sublime philosophy and teachings. There are innumerable Vaikuntha planets in the spiritual sky, and in all of them the Lord accepts the service rendered by his eternal devotees in a reverential mood. Therefore Lord Shri Krishna presents his most confidential pastimes, as he enjoys them in his transcendental realm. Such pastimes are so attractive that they attract even the Lord, and thus he relishes them in the form of Lord Ketanaya. Text 29. Translation. The influence of Yaganaya will inspire the Gopis with the sentiment that I am their paramour. Purport. Yaganaya is the name of the internal potency that makes the Lord forget himself and become an object of love for his pure devotee in different transcendental mellows. This Yaganaya potency creates a spiritual sentiment in the minds of the damsels of Raja by which they think of Lord Krishna as their paramour. This sentiment is never to be compared to mundane illicit sexual love. It has nothing to do with sexual psychology, although the pure love of such devotees seems to be sexual. One should now for certain that nothing can exist in this cosmic manifestation that has no real counterpart in the spiritual field. All material manifestations are emanations of the transcendence. The erotic principles of amorous love reflected in mixed material values are perverted reflections of the reality of spirit, but one cannot understand the reality unless one is sufficiently educated in the spiritual science. Text 30 Amadha Majani Tata, Najane Gopigana Donhara Rupadun Donhara Nitaya Hermana. Translation. Neither the Gopis nor I shall notice this, for our minds will always be entranced by one another's beauty and qualities. Purport. In the Vaikuntha planets are predominated by Narayana. His devotees features he does, and the exchange of devotion there is on the platform of reverence. But above all these Vaikuntha planets is Yaloka, or Krishna Loka, where the original personality of Godhead, Krishna, fully manifests his pleasure potency in free loving affairs. Since the devotees in the material world know almost nothing about these affairs, the Lord desires to show these affairs to them. In the Loka Vrindavana there is an exchange of love known as Parakyai Raza. It is something like the attraction of a married woman for a man other than her husband. In the material world this sort of relationship is most abominable, because it is a perverted reflection of Thiparakyai Raza in the spiritual world, where it is the highest kind of loving affair. Such feelings between the devotee and the Lord are presented by the influence of Yaganaya. Bhagavad Gita states that devotees of the highest grade are you in the air the care of Devamaya, or Yaganaya. Nahatmanas to man partha devam prakrita masrita bg 9.13 those who are actually great souls, Mahatmas, are fully absorbed in Krishna consciousness, always engaged in the service of the Lord. They are under the care of David Prakriti, or Yagamaya. Yagamaya creates a situation in which the devotee is prepared to transgress all regulative principles simply to love Krishna. A devotee naturally does not like to transgress the laws of reverence for the Supreme Personality of Godhead, but by the influence of Yagamaya he is prepared to do anything to love the Supreme Lord better. Those under the spell of the material energy cannot at all appreciate the activities of Yagamaya, for a conditioned soul can hardly understand the pure reciprocation between the Lord and his devotee. But by executing devotional service under the regulative principles, one can become very highly elevated and then begin to appreciate the dealings of pure love under the management of Yagamaya. I am the spiritual loving sentiment induced by the Yagamaya potency, both Lord Shri Krishna and the damsels of Raja forget themselves in spiritual rapture. By the influence of such forgetfulness, the attractive beauty of the Gopis plays a prominent part in the transcendental satisfaction of the Lord, who has nothing to do with mundane sexology. Because spiritual love of Godhead is above everything mundane, the Gopis superficially seem to transgress the codes of mundane morality. This perpetually puzzles mundane moralists. Therefore Yagamaya acts to cover the Lord and his pastimes from the eyes of Mundaners, as confirmed in Bhagavad Gita, where the Lord says that he reserves the right of not being exposed to everyone. The acts of Yagamaya make it possible for the Lord and the Gopis, in loving ecstasy, to sometimes meet and sometimes separate. 
these transcendental loving affairs of the Lord are unimaginable to empiricists involved in the impersonal feature of the Absolute Truth. Therefore the Lord himself appears before the mundaners to bestow upon them the highest form of spiritual realization and also personally relish its essence. The Lord is so merciful that he himself descends to take the fallen souls back home to the kingdom of Godhead, where the erotic principles of Godhead are eternally relished in their real form, distinct from the perverted sexual love so much adored and indulged in by the fallen souls in their diseased condition. The reason the Lord displays the Raza is essentially to induce all the fallen souls to give up their diseased morality and religiosity, and to attract them to the kingdom of God to enjoy the reality. A person who actually understands what the Raza is will certainly hate to indulge in mundane sex life. For the realized soul, hearing the Lord's Raza through the proper channel will result in complete abstinence from material sexual pleasure. Text 31 Dharma Chati Rage Don Hikare Milana Kabhumayo, Kabhunami Wani, Devaragatana. Translation. Pure attachment will unite us even at the expense of moral and religious duties left square bracket Dharma right square bracket. Destiny will sometimes bring us together and sometimes separate us. Purport. The goddess came out to meet Krishna in the dead of night, when they heard the sound of Krishna's flute. Srila Rupadasvami has accordingly composed a nice verse that describes the beautiful boy called Govinda standing by the bank of the Yamuna with his flute to his lips in the shining moonlight. Those who want to enjoy life in the materialistic way of society, friendship and love should not go to the Yamuna to see the form of Govinda. The sound of Lord Krishna's flute is so sweet that it has made the goddess forget all about their relationships with their kinsmen and flee to Krishna in the dead of night. By leaving home in that way, the Gopis have transgressed the Vedic regulations of household life. This indicates that when natural feelings of love for Krishna become fully manifest, a devotee can neglect conventional social rules and regulations. In the material world we are situated in designative positions only, but pure devotional service begins when one is freed from all designations. When love for Krishna is awakened, then the designative positions are overcome. The spontaneous attraction of Sri Krishna for his dearest parts and parcels generates an enthusiasm that obliges Sri Krishna and the Gopis to meet together. To celebrate this transcendental enthusiasm, there is need of a sentiment of separation between the lover and beloved. In the condition of material tribulation, no one wants the pangs of separation. But in the transcendental form, the very same separation, being absolute in its nature, strengthens the ties of love and enhances the desire of the lover and beloved to meet. The period of separation, evaluated transcendentally, is more relishable than the actual meeting, which lacks the feelings of increasing anticipation, because the lover and beloved are both present. Text 32. Translation. I shall taste the essence of all these rasas, and in this way I shall favor all the devotees. Text 33. Vrajara Nirmala Ragasuni Bhaktagana Ragamarj Bajina Chati Dharma Karma. Translation. Then, by hearing about the pure love of the residents of Vraja, devotees will worship me on the path of spontaneous love, abandoning all rituals of religiosity and fruitive activity. Purport. Many realized souls, such as Raghunathadasagasvami and King Kula Sekhira, have recommended with great emphasis that one develop this spontaneous love of Godhead, even at the risk of transgressing all the traditional codes of morality and religiosity. Sri Raghunathadasagasvami, one of the six Gosvamis of Vrindavana, has written in his prayers called the Manah Siksa that one should simply worship Radha and Krishna with all attention. Nadharmam and harmam srutigananiruktam kilakuru, one should not be much interested in performing Vedic rituals or simply following rules and regulations. King Kula Sekhira has written similarly, in his book Mukunda Malastatra, Nasthadharm Navasunikanavakamapabhojmadbhavayam tabhavatubhagavan purvakarman yurupam. Imit prarthayam mama bathum adam janma janmantar pipe that padam horu have buddha do I have no attraction for performing religious rituals nor holding any earthly kingdom. I do not care for sense enjoyments, let them appear and disappear in accordance with my previous deeds. My only desire is to be fixed in devotional service to the lotus feet of the Lord, even though I may continue to take birth here life after life. Text 34. 
Anagrapaya bactinum manusum detomas ritah bajit tadrasah krita yasrugvatat parobavit. Translation. Krishna manifests his eternal human-like form and performs his pastimes to show mercy to the devotees. Having heard such pastimes, one should engage in service to him. PURPORT This text is from Srimad Bhagavatam, 10.33.37. The Supreme Personality of Godhead has innumerable expansions of his transcendental form who eternally exist in the spiritual world. This material world is only a perverted reflection of the spiritual world, where everything is manifested without inebriety. There everything is in its original existence, free from the domination of time. Time cannot deteriorate or interfere with the conditions in the spiritual world, where different manifestations of the Supreme Personality of Godhead are the recipients of the worship of different living entities in their constitutional spiritual positions. In the spiritual world all existence is an adulterated goodness. The goodness found in the material world is contaminated by the modes of passion and ignorance. The saying that the human form of life is the best position for devotional service has its special significance, because only in this form can a living entity revive his eternal relationship with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The human form is considered the highest state in the cycle of the species of life in the material world. If one takes advantage of this highest kind of material form, one can regain his position of devotional service to the Lord. Incarnations of the Supreme Personality of Godhead appear in all the species of life, although this is inconceivable to the human brain. The Lord's pastimes are differentiated according to the appreciating capacity of the different types of bodies of the living entities. The Supreme Lord bestows the most merciful benediction to human society when he appears in his human form. It is then that humanity gets the opportunity to engage in different kinds of eternal service to the Lord. Special natural appreciation of the descriptions of a particular pastime of Godhead indicates the constitutional position of a living entity. Adoration, servitorship, friendship, parental affection and conjugal love are the five primary relationships with Krishna. The highest perfectional stage of the conjugal relationship, enriched by many sentiments, gives the maximum relishable mellow to the devotee. The Lord appears in different incarnations, as a fish, tortoise and boar, as Parashurama, Lord Rama, Buddha and so on, to reciprocate the different appreciations of living entities in different stages of evolution. The conjugal relationship of amorous love called Parakya Raza is the unparalleled perfection of love exhibited by Lord Krishna and his devotees. A class of so-called devotees known as Ahagias try to imitate the Lord's pastimes, although they have no understanding of the amorous love in his expansions of pleasure potency. Their superficial imitation can create havoc on the path for the advancement of one's spiritual relationship with the Lord. Material sexual indulgence can never be equated with spiritual love, which is in an adulterated goodness. The activities of the Sahayas simply lower one deeper into the material contamination of the senses and mind. Krishna's transcendental pastimes display eternal servitorship to Adhatsaja, the Supreme Lord, who is beyond all conception through material senses. Materialistic conditioned souls do not understand the transcendental exchanges of love, but they like to indulge in sense gratification in the name of devotional service. The activities of the Supreme Lord can never be understood by irresponsible persons who think the pastimes of Radha and Krishna to be ordinary affairs. The Raza dance is arranged by Krishna's internal potency Yagamaya, and it is beyond the grasp of the materially affected person. Trying to throw mud into transcendence with their perversity, the Sahajayas misinterpret the sayings Tadpara Veena Nirmalam and Tadparobavit. The one want to indulge in sex, while pretending to imitate Lord Krishna. But one must actually understand the imports of the words through the intelligence of the authorized Gosvamis. Srila Niradama Dasafakura, in his prayers to the Gosvamis, has explained his inability to understand such spiritual affairs. When I shall be eager to understand the literature given by the Gosvamis, then I shall be able to understand the transcendental love affairs of Radha and Krishna. In other words, unless one is trained under the disciplic succession of the Gosvamis, one cannot understand Radha and Krishna. 
the conditioned souls are naturally averse to understanding the spiritual existence of the Lord, and if they try to know the transcendental nature of the Lord's pastimes, while they remain absorbed in materialism, they are sure to blunder like the Sahagias. Text 35. Bhavat Kriya Vinhilin, Sayahakaya Translation. Here the use of the verb Bhavat, which is in the imperative mood tells us that this certainly must be done. Non-compliance would be abandonment of duty. PURPORT This imperative is applicable to pure devotees. Neophytes will be able to understand these affairs only after being elevated by regulated devotional service under the expert guidance of the spiritual master. Then they too will be competent to hear of the love affairs of Radha and Krishna. As long as one is in material conditional life, strict discipline is required in the matter of moral and immoral activities. The absolute world is transcendental and free from such distinctions, because their inebriety is not possible. But in this material world a sexual appetite necessitates distinction between moral and immoral conduct. There are no sexual activities in the spiritual world. The transactions between lover and beloved in the spiritual world are pure transcendental love and unadulterated bliss. One who has not been attracted by the transcendental beauty of Raza will certainly be dragged down into a material attraction, thus to act in material contamination and progress to the darkest region of hellish life. But by understanding the conjugal love of Radha and Krishna one is freed from the grip of attraction to material so-called love between man and woman. Similarly, if one understands the pure parental love of Nanda and Yasoda for Krishna, he will be saved from being dragged into a material parental affection. If one accepts Krishna as the supreme friend, the attraction of material friendship will be finished for him, and he will not be dismayed by so-called friendship with mundane wranglers. If he is attracted by servitorship to Krishna, he will no longer have to serve the material body in the degraded status of material existence with the false hope of becoming master in the future. Similarly, one who sees the greatness of Krishna in neutrality will certainly never again seek the so-called relief of impersonalist or voidist philosophy. If one is not attracted by the transcendental nature of Krishna, one is sure to be attracted to material enjoyment, thus to become implicated in the clinging network of virtuous and sinful activities and continue material existence by transmigrating from one material body to another. Only in Krishna consciousness can one achieve the highest perfection of life. Text 36 to 37. Translation. Just as these desires are the fundamental reason for Krishna's appearance, whereas destroying the demons is only an incidental necessity, so for Sri Krishna Ketanaya, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, promulgating the Dharma of the Age is incidental. Text 38. Konakarin Yabhala Avatramana Yuga Dharma Kalahala Sekal Milana. Translation. When the Lord desired to appear for another reason, the time for promulgating the religion of the Age also arose. Text 39. Do he do a veteran lana bhaktagana apanas vade pramanamasankirtana? Translation. Thus with two intentions the Lord appeared with his devotees and tasted the nectar of pramat with the congregational chanting of the holy name. Text 40. Said verakandale kirtana san pranama praman alaganthi piradala samsar. Translation. Thus he spread kirtana even among the untouchables. He wove a wreath of the holy name and pramat with which he garlanded the entire material world. Text 41. Translation. In this way, assuming the sentiment of a devotee, he preached devotional service, while practicing it himself. PURPORT when Rupadasvami met Lord Shri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu at Prayaga, Allahabad, he offered his respectful obeisances by submitting that Lord Ketanaya was more magnanimous than any other Avedra of Krishna, because he was distributing love of Krishna. His mission was to enhance love of Godhead. In the human form of life the least achievement is to attain the platform of love of Godhead. Lord Ketanaya did not invent a system of religion, as people sometimes assume. Religious systems are mean to show the existence of God, who is then generally approached as the cosmic order supplier. But Lord Shri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu's transcendental mission is to distribute love of Godhead to everyone. 
Anyone who accepts God as the Supreme can take to the process of chanting Hare Krishna and become a lover of God. Therefore Lord Caitanya is the most magnanimous. This munificent broadcasting of devotional service is possible only for Krishna himself. Therefore Lord Caitanya is Krishna. In Bhagavad Gita Krishna has talked the philosophy of surrender to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. One who has surrendered to the Supreme can make further progress by learning to love him. Therefore the Krishna consciousness movement propagated by Lord Caitanya is especially meant for those who are cognizant of the presence of the Supreme Godhead, the ultimate controller of everything. His mission is to teach people how to dovetail themselves into engagements of transcendental loving service. He is Krishna teaching his own service from the position of a devotee. The Lord's acceptance of the role of a devotee in the eternal form of Lord Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu is another of the Lord's wonderful features. A conditioned soul cannot reach the absolute personality of Godhead by his imperfect endeavor, and therefore it is wonderful that Lord Sri Krishna, in the form of Lord Garanga, has made it easy for everyone to approach him. Svirupa Damodara Gosvami has described Lord Ketanaya as Krishna himself with the attitude of Renharani, or a combination of Rata and Krishna. His intention is to taste Krishna's sweetness in transcendental love. Lord Ketanaya does not care to think of himself as Krishna, because he wants the position of Renharani. We should remember this. A class of so-called devotees called the Nagari or Gauranagari pretend that they have the sentiment of God is toward Lord Ketanaya, but they do not realize that he placed himself not as the enjoyer, Krishna, but as the enjoyed, the devotee of Krishna. The concoctions of an authorized person's pretending to be bona fide have not been accepted by Lord Ketanaya. Presentations such as those of the Goranagari are only disturbances to the sincere execution of the mission of Lord Ketanaya. Lord Ketanaya is undoubtedly Krishna himself, and he is always non-different from Srimati Radharani. Beat the emotio entekanically called Viralambhabhava, which the Lord adopted for confidential reasons, should not be disturbed in the name of service. A mundaner should not unnecessarily intrude into affairs of transcendence and thereby displease the Lord. One must always be on guard against this sort of devotional anomaly. A devotee is not meant to create disturbances to Krishna. As Srila Rupa Goswami has explained, devotional service is anukalina, or favorable to Krishna. Acting unfavorably toward Krishna is not devotion. Kamsa was the enemy of Krishna. He always thought of Krishna, but he thought of him as an enemy. One should always avoid such unfavorable so-called service. Lord Ketanaya has accepted the role of Renharani, and we should support that position, as Svirupa Damodara did in the Gambira, the house of Lord Ketanaya Mahaprabhu at Puri. He always reminded Lord Ketanaya of Radha's feelings of separation, as they are described in the Srimad Bhagavatam, and Lord Ketanaya appreciated his assistance. But the Goranagaras, who place Lord Ketanaya in the position of enjoyer and themselves, as his enjoyed, are not approved by Lord Ketanaya or by Lord Ketanaya's followers. Instead of being blessed, the foolish imitators are left completely apart. Their concoctions are against the principles of Lord Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu. The doctrine of transcendental enjoyment by Krishna cannot be mixed up with the doctrine of Transcendental feeling of separation from Krishna in the role of Renharani. Text 42. Dasaya, Sakhaya, Vatsalaya, Arayisrangarakari Pramat, Katarvinta Bhaktaayanhara. Translation. Four kinds of devotees are the receptacles of the four kinds of mellows in love of God, namely servitude, friendship, parental affection and conjugal love. Text 43. Njjaniya Bhava saves Rasthakari main Njjasgave Kare Krishna Sukhasvadain. Translation. Each kind of devotee feels that his sentiment is the most excellent, and thus in that mood he tastes great happiness with Lord Krishna. Text 44. Tatasthahaya main vikarayati kari sabaraza hai Translation. But if we compare the sentiments in an impartial mood, we find that the conjugal sentiment is superior to all in sweetness. Purport. No one is higher or lower than anyone else in transcendental relationships with the Lord, for in the absolute realm everything is equal. But although these relationships are absolute, there are also transcendental differences between them. Thus the transcendental relationship of conjugal love is considered the highest perfection. Text 45. 
Translation. Increasing love is experienced in various tastes, one above another. But that love which has the highest taste in the gradual succession of desire manifests itself in the form of conjugal love. Purport. This is a verse from Srila Rupadasvami S. Bhaktiar Samrata Sindhu, 2.5.38. Text 46. Ativa Manhira Razakahi Teranamas Vakaya Parakaya Bhavdavivinasamsthana. Translation. Therefore I call it Manhira Raza. It has two further divisions, namely wedded and unwedded love. Text 47. Parakaya Bhavati Rasaradalas of Rabyavina Ihirayanitra Madhivaza. Translation. There is a great increase of mellow in the unwedded conjugal mood. Such love is found nowhere but in Vraja. Text 48. Vraya Venhuganara E Bhavanir Venhi Tara Madhai Shri Translation. This mood is unbounded in the damsels of Vraja, but among them it finds its perfection in Sri Rata. Text 49. Pradha Bhava Pramasarvanama Krishnara Madhurai Raza Asvedakirana. Translation. Her pure, mature love surpasses that of all others. Her love is the cause of Lord Krishna's tasting the sweetness of the conjugal relationship. Text 50. Ativa Sei Bhava Angitarakari Sanhilinan Javan Chikaranga Shri Hari. Translation. Therefore Lord Garanga, who is Shri Hari himself, accepted the sentiments of Rata and thus fulfilled his own desires. Purport. Of the four kinds of reciprocation of loving service, Dasaya, Sakhaya, Vatsalaya and Madhuraya, Madhuraya is considered the fullest. But the conjugal relationship is further divided into two varieties, namely Svakaya and Parakaya. Svakaya is the relationship with Krishna, as a formerly married husband, and Parakaya is the relationship with Krishna as a paramour. Expert analysts have decided that the transcendental ecstasy of the Parakaya mellow is better, because it is more enthusiastic. This phase of conjugal love is found in those who have surrendered to the Lord in intense love, knowing well that such illicit love with a paramour is not morally approved in society. The risks involved in such love of Godhead make this emotion superior to the relationship in which such risk is not involved. The validity of such risk, however, is possible only in the transcendental realm. Svakaya and Parakaya conjugal love of Godhead have no existence in the material world, and Parakaya is not exhibited anywhere in Vaikuntha, but only in the portion of Yalokavrandavana known as Vraja. Some devotees think that Krishna is eternally the enjoyer in the Lokavrandavana but only sometimes comes to the platform of Vraja to enjoy Parakaya Raza. The six Gosvamis of Vrindavana, however, have explained that Krishna's pastimes in Vraja are eternal, like his other activities in the Loka Vrindavana. Vraja is a confidential part of the Loka Vrindavana. Krishna exhibited his Vraja pastimes on the surface of this world, and similar pastimes are eternally exhibited in Vraja in the Loka Vrindavana, where Parakai Raza is ever-existent. In the third chapter of this epic, Srila Krishnadasakavirija Gosvami has explicitly accepted the fact that Krishna appears in this material world at the end of the Dvapara age of the 28th Kataryuga of Vavasvatamanu and brings with him his Drajatama, which is the eternal abode of his highest pastimes. As the Lord appears by his own internal potency, so he also brings all his paraphernalia by the same internal potency, without extraneous help. It is further stated here in Ketanaya Karatamrata that the Parakaya sentiment is existent only in that transcendental realm and nowhere else. This highest form of ecstasy can exist only in the most confidential part of the transcendental world, but by the causeless mercy of the Lord we can have a peep into that invisible Vraja. The transcendental mellow relished by the goddess in Vraja is super-excellently featured in Srimati Ranharani. Mature simulation of the transcendental humor of conjugal love is represented by Srimati Ranharani, whose feelings are incomprehensible even to the Lord himself. The intensity of her loving service is the highest form of ecstasy. No. One can surpass Srimati Ranharani in relishing the transcendental mellow qualities of the Lord. Therefore the Lord himself agreed to assume the position of Ranharani in the form of Lord Sri Duranga. He then relished the highest position of Parakai Raza, as exhibited in the transcendental abode of Vraja. Text 51. 
Surasanam Durgam Gadiranasayan Upanisadam Uyanam Sarvasvam Pranatapatamam Madhiravan Arisa Premno Nikila Pasukalam Bujadrasam Saketanaya Kimi Punarapidrasuriusayati Padam. Translation. Lord Ketanaya is the shelter of the demigods, the goal of the Upanishads, the be-all and end-all of the great sages, the beautiful shelter of his devotees, and the essence of love for the lotus-eyed goddess. Will he again be the object of my vision? Text 52. Aparam Kasyapi Pranajanavrandasaya Kutuki Razastamam Hrvamadhiramapabhatam Kamapi Yaharukam Svamadavaradayudam Inatadayam Prakatayan Sadimas Kadanayakratiratiram Madhkratayatu. Translation. Lord Krishna desired to taste the limitless nectary and mellows of the love of one of his multitude of loving dams. <laughs> <laughs>